All right, so episode number two, I guess, to hangover to do it on Tuesday, so we're doing it on Thursday now. Um, right, well, drink less so, if you're so hungover. Then, bro, you were in the you same boat. Handle the consequences. If you can't Look, handle the consequences, do not overindulge. You know, sometimes I wish I could put a screenshot right now of the text message you said that life is hell because you were too high over. So shut the fuck up. No, okay? I say life is hell because life is hell. It doesn't matter if I had drinks before or not. I just, every day I wake up and it's like, life truly is, truly is hell. You know, you know life is you know what I'm amazing. saying. That's what you got to realize. <laughs> No, life, but, life sucks. Can be, like, legit. Bro, it can, you know, I, I'll have to disagree on this one. Life is fucking amazing. It sucks at times, absolutely. But, you know, for what it for what it is, it's actually pretty entertaining. <laughs> I mean, it's entertaining as much like car crashes are entertaining, you know? Like, you can't take your well, eyes we, off. We're, of just having a, we're just having a chat about that. You know, I'm, I feel that that's pretty entertaining. As long as you don't get yourself killed or anybody else killed, should be pretty entertaining. Exactly, but then, like, for me, it's like it would be a lot more entertaining if I did get myself killed, and I'm like, sweet job, well done, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I kind of understand the logic where you're coming from. I, I, I'm not gonna say I agree completely and entirely on that, but yes, I see where you're coming I feel from. Like, not a lot of people agree with me on that, you know. <laughs> everyone, like, I, the, I have this conversation with people, and everyone looks at me like I'm crazy, you know. Bro, but then when I when I tell them that they want to live, percent of the conversations we will have, everybody will look at us like we're crazy. <laughs> yeah, but then I tell people that I want to live for eight hundred years. They think that I'm crazy as well. So like, you know, dying is crazy, but living forever is crazy. You know, so what's well, what's there in the middle? It's, speaking speaking about living eight hundred years, how do you feel about the whole meta metaverse thing of Facebook? Now we'd rather die. I uh, had uh, that's not the kind of life I want to live. Uh, yeah, I well, thought you I, might be on the delved, same boat as me. <laughs> I haven't delved uh, like too deep into it, but I mean the the promotional material, the advertisements with with Mark, it just looks awful. Uh, I mean he should never be in front of the camera at all. It's just the worst. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I didn't even it's see just the promotion coming VR. from him. I just kind of read a couple of articles about it. I mean it's just VR. It's basically Ready Player One. I don't know if you've seen the yeah, movie, right. if you read the book. The book yeah, I've seen awful, the movie a couple of times, yeah. A couple of times? Why yeah. on earth would you watch it a couple of times? Anyway, Bro, people are going to... It's entertaining. People are going to live in like uh, shipping containers, they're going to eat bugs, and they're going to be on VR playing video games all day long. I mean, that's what appears to be the future. You know? And right. I'm going to dig a hole in the ground. You want to live it 100 years in that kind of society? Fuck that. Nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna li- to dig myself a hole in the ground. I have a, like a bunker <laughs> in the side of the mountain. And it's going to be just me and my pet rabbit. And that's it. A rabbit? Really? Yeah. A well, rabbit? I'm going to have like a, a farm of rabbits. And then like I'm going to have one. Mm, it's very self-sustainable. Pet, and then every, every couple of weeks, I'm going to eat that pet. The pet rabbit, uh, and then get a new pet rabbit out of the out of the cage, you know. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Yeah, I get. It. So you're gonna emotionally connect to the food that you're gonna eat. Uh, I don't emotionally connect with anything. I'm gonna play with the food that I'm gonna eat. <laughs> okay. <You know>? <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. So you wanted to touch base. We're gonna jump different subjects here. 
So, um, we're having a chat about um, cryptos the other day, and we started talking about uh, crypto called Squid Game. And I haven't dug too much into it, to be honest. I just pretty much had the information that you kind of shared with me. So, yeah, just touch base on that. That's fucking ridiculous, though. Well, it's not like I did like that much research into it. Um, like, but I did a lot more research than all of the people who bought uh, the Squid Game token, apparently. Um, which is, you know, like you and you and me were both into cryptos. But I'm going to ask you a question: How much research do you actually do in the crypto before you buy it? Like, do you read the um, the white depends on the investment. Stuff? Depends on the like. Depends on how much investment I'm doing. If any, if it's more than. So a couple of cases, I'll definitely be reading the papers. Like yeah, not the papers, the I've seen papers? the not not the newspapers. I'm talking about the papers of what the technology is all about, like what they're trying to achieve. All right, you see, like that's that's what separates uh, you uh, from the rest of the pack. Like even me, like yeah, like I I look into the white papers every, like every now and then because it yeah. is important to understand. Even though like I read through it and like. Not saying that I understand it always as well. Um, yeah, that's my course. favorite thing. It's like when people come to me, it's like, bro, I read two articles. I understand cryptos now. I'm like, bro, I've been reading articles for three years. I know still nothing about it. All right. Bro, so don't people come to are still me trying your, to get their knowledge. hair around blockchain technology and they're going to tell me that they understand crypto. Fuck off. Yeah. Which blockchain technology is the future. Like one way yeah, or another. Absolutely. Well, uh, that's the whole foundation of this whole thing anything anyway yeah it's not it's like, not necessarily like the set like the specific coins are gonna go forever like bitcoin and ethereum like obviously they're the biggest ones but in 50 years they might be gone um but yeah. i feel like the blockchain is still gonna be going strong i mean if we're yeah well you know you, know, you got society ASX, like the Australian Securities Exchange is actually using blockchain technology to process their transactions now. Since a couple of years ago, like about three years ago, they implemented blockchain technology to be able to to process more transactions per second compared to what they would normally do. Yeah, so well, the technology, like the technology is there. Well. Yeah, the technology is there. It's just a question of people disassociating the cryptos from the technology and actually using the technology. Cryptos is a nice thing, don't get me wrong. Um, you know, I think that they add value in a lot of things and they make investments a lot more accessible to people, okay? Um, um, that That's a good thing for it. Like one thing that I approve out of cryptos is, for example, like the whole thing that you can buy part of a Bitcoin not necessarily a whole Bitcoin. And we all know it's because Satoshi's, uh, they break it down and basically you they form a part of a Bitcoin and you just, like, you're basically buying like a Satoshi rather than actually like Bitcoin itself. But, you know, it's interesting how that makes it a lot more accessible than say owning one share of Tesla or one share of, you know, Alphabet or anything like that. Yeah, well, that's that's where like the index funds would come in uh, when it comes to investing into shares as well, because then you can afford yeah. a lot more than just buying one thing. You buy like a fractions of like 500, 500 shares instead. Things, yeah, right, exactly. 
So anyway, uh, we're, we're the other day we were talking about just all the, all of these like meme coins like Dogecoin and Shiba Inu, right? And yeah. like literally, li- literally that day uh, was the day when uh, this coin called uh, the Squid Game token uh, <laughs> reached. Uh, I feel like it, it reached just about uh, 2.8k uh, US. Uh, at, at Jesus peak. Christ. Uh, and it literally, it in like in a week, it uh, it went up by like eighty six thousand um, percent. Now, if does that doesn't cause you like doesn't bring up any red flags for you, you know, it might be. Something I don't know what would. Yeah. yeah, like the best things in the world, like it's might be the most amazing thing in the world. It's not going to go up on, in value by eighty six thousand percent in a week, right? It's no. it's just insane. And like it, 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 it all happened just because, uh, because of the name, right? Sweet game, the most popular show in the world. Sweet, let's let's buy it, right? Again, like no one did any research because even the research, if you read some articles about it, um, like even the newspapers were saying, like there's definitely some red flags, so people should be careful. But this but, is where, <clears throat> this is where I I actually always say this, right? If the people that created this token are actually criminals and they defrauded the system, right? The people that invested in this damn thing deserve to be robbed, period, full stop. You're an idiot. Done. You deserve for somebody else to take your money. It's the same thing. You leave your car outside the street with the windows rolled down with the key inside the car and the engine running. I'm sorry, brother. If I take that car, that car deserves to be mine a lot more than it deserves to be yours. Period. Yeah, well, you see, like pe- people, people like go out of their way to be scammed. It's not just being robbed. Like there's yeah. so many scams, and like these all like fake gurus and fake products and pyramid schemes and the 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 like multi level marketing stuff. Um, it's all yeah. scams, but people <laughs> people love it. Again, like people go oh, out of their people way. People love that shit. <laughs> yeah. Again, like because I love how it, they. It's so like they, it feels. They don't want to call it that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, they don't. Just, yeah. You know, you, if you're into it, yeah. and I feel like a lot of people think uh, sim- similar of me. Maybe when I talk about crypto, just in crypto in general, they they still think like, especially like like my parents' uh, kind of generation. They still like feel like crypto is just a scam in general. So, just me investing in it, they think that it's the same as investing in in fucking uh, Squid Game token, you know? Um, yeah, but it's not, and that's why that's why I really hate about it is that it so delegitimizes the market. Um, that that's that's my only real problem with it. Right? Like people getting scammed out of their money. People have been scammed for hundreds of years and they will be scammed for, for the rest of eternity, right? Well, uh, Wall Street scammed. was based out of scamming anyway. Like, how many brokers haven't scammed their own customers? You know? Well, technically, the Wall Street thing. was supposed supposed to make it easier for companies to grow. Right, that's the that's the mm-hmm. pretext of why Wall Street exists. <laughs> like obviously, obviously, uh, right now it's it's nothing like 
like that anymore. I don't know if yeah. it ever was, but that was the pretext of why it was created. Right. And on paper, it's a really good idea. Right. Um, it's yeah, just like any other when, idea when in the world in paper is amazing. Yeah. But when it comes to real, real life, people just use it. Um, they find the ways to use it for their own benefit. Right. Not, not for the benefit of, of the broader audience. Yeah. And which is, which is interesting because then we come back to the same subject we were talking <clears throat> last week, sorry, is that how do you stop these things from happening? And it's like regulation seems the only way, but at the end of the day, even the regulatory bodies are corrupt by nature. So you, you cannot have somebody regulate or somebody control all these different markets or institutions or platforms when they also have an inherited like self-interest. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, well, the, I don't know. <clears throat> the other day, the other day I was well, yesterday actually, I was listening to Russell Brand, and it's like he was talking about like how the Treasury now just passed a bill, basically like some regulatory um, reforms for the Treasury, in which the Treasury is not able to trade from inside information, and it's crazy to think that that wasn't put through beforehand. Like I was actually, dude. I was actually about to bring the same thing, the same point up. That is yeah. insane, and like, like Nancy I'm Pelosi, like... Uh, as well is like literally, literally. There's there's TikTok channels <laughs> to track her trading, and then yeah, I they, love that. I love that. It's like Nancy, Nancy's trading. Let's go get it done. <laughs> of yeah. course, anything, anything that that women touches is like you know, it's like. There's inside trading on that. The, so, the only thing is the well, it's not her; it's her husband, right? Which is a whole separate yeah. ent- entity, apparently, right? It has nothing to oh, do with sure. her if her husband makes sure. like hundred million dollars. <laughs> okay, uh, man, it's just like you know. But yet again, you know, these things happen, and most people, most people go on their lives still criticizing, you know, why they're poor and why some people are rich and, you know, they still watching TikTok. And I'm like, well, dude, if you open your eyes a bit, you find out that these people are actually taking advantage of every possible opportunity out there. And, you know, whether legally, legally corrupt or uncorrupt, okay, they're doing that and we'll continue to do that. It's a question of you as a person trying to find out a way to actually... I don't know. From my point of view, it's like get a piece of the pie. Okay. Yeah. Like sure. I don't but know. Like it, feel... it, yeah. It is ahead. obviously made easier for for those guys uh, to oh, make a absolutely. lot more money, right? And it is a lot. It, it is definitely the the deck is stacked against like regular regular folks. Everybody like, else. Every yeah. everyday Joe's like me and you, right? Uh, that being yeah. said, you can still make some moves, right? You can still buy some Squid Game Absolutely. token um, and then lose all, all your life savings, <laughs> you know? You can do that whenever you feel Dude, like, you know? But this is the point as well, right? So it's like, you, you look at, and it's the same video for Russell Brown. It's like the 1% um, richest people in the world own 80, I think he said something around 80 to 85% or more of all the tradable securities in the world. 
Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so that leaves well, that leaves 15, 15 to maybe let's say twenty percent, fifteen to twenty percent of all other securities and tradable securities out there for ninety nine percent of people. And then ninety nine percent of people are just going to be buying and selling these things to try to make a buck. That is insane. Yeah, yeah. but then like ninety nine percent of the people, like how many people, how many of those they live in like you know like Africa, like rural South America or Asia, where it's like they, yeah. they haven't even heard of stock of stock market, right? So like obviously yeah. they're like not going to be trading it. Um, at, at all per, yeah exactly well it's actually so, like, interesting but like i don't know at... the people that you know you know like and i know that you have mm. a lot like more finance friends and you know your family is more into yeah, it as well yeah. but out of all the people that i know there's not that many who own any stock uh in anything you know there's like yeah right. uh, there's a bit of a growing number in people who who dabble in crypto um who play around with it a little bit um but it's it's not that people don't have access to it they just have no you know they they are not looking to get into it at all because like they're either afraid it's not of the, the priority risk. it's not the priority their society as an overall is still very old school in the sense that you particularly in countries like i'm gonna say like south america is particularly one of the like it's from my experience, I cannot talk about Southeast Asia or Africa or any other third world, you know, world country. But you know, Venezuela particularly, and I know that South America in general, is very reactive economies and societies. So what I mean is, so the average Joe though is picks up a pay slip that he gets paid today. He blows the money on 24 hours. And then he has two weeks until he gets paid again. And he's not like trying to improve his life. He's wasting the money on trying to have the new pair of Jordans or having trying to well, have direct TV. A new pair of Jordans is pretty legit though. You know. <laughs> bro, they're expensive, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, don't I know it, bro? I do have a pair, you know. Yeah, I was looking into getting a pair. It's like two eighty. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not paying that amount of money for that shit. Fuck that. Nah, <laughs> two eighty, two eighty for a new pair of Jordans is pretty cheap. Let me tell you that much. Oh, bro, uh, I'm gonna hang up this fucking podcast right now. I'm gonna throw up at the back. Jesus. Um, but yeah, no, it's incredible. Like, I think it's just a question of like how society has. You got people that are financially educated, and this is incredible because you got people as well that hasn't grown up in in a finance family. But for example, savings. Okay, savings is one of the things that need to be taught by, and basically they come from you see your parents' behaviors towards saving. Okay, and you as a kid learn and you get taught these things, and if you get taught only to spend your money, okay, on material things, then you're not going to have a lot of savings, okay? And, but if you get taught to save money, you can actually be ahead of everybody with a bit of an educational background or academic background a lot quicker. You know, you look in the US, if you say you don't go to university, right? But you work a normal job 
Well, US is the worst fucking example, not that I think of it, because they don't make any money if you're not academically educated. But let's say you're not in Australia, right? So you don't go to uni, okay? So you don't have to pay all this university tuition fees and what's not, and all this debt that you would accumulate otherwise. And you work as a waiter, you know, say 30 hours a week for a couple of years, say five years or something like that. You're basically making 60, 60 grand a year, including everything. Okay. And that's basically uh, like an entry level contract in any industry. Okay. Obviously, as you progress through the industry, you get more, and that's the whole point of a career, you know. Um, but you can save a lot more money. And if you educate yourself in cryptos and finance derivatives or strategies, then you're going to actually make that money work for you. And you don't need to have an academic background, okay, to be able to succeed. I think like a lot of people are just very old school on their way of thinking that. And nowadays we're, we're finding that <clears throat> with the whole, you get a lot of people that basically the, the economy needs a lot of people that have to do the groundwork. So you need truckies, you need all these people. And most people just want to be like an accountant or a lawyer because that's a way to make money. Uh, no reality nowadays, like has changed a lot just because the supply of demand of particular jobs though. So. But no, well, I think it's crypto, a, it's all about crypto just fits into well. that. It's yeah. like, you know, like plumbers are making a lot of money as well. You know, it's not oh, just accountants, yeah. right? So like, yeah. uh, again, like even in construction, you can make a lot of money. Right? Oh, so, yeah. And it, it's not, it's not about just like everyone following their dreams and getting their dream jobs and becoming writers and singers and, you know, like day traders, well, you got to... which is never going to happen. Yeah. Right. For for yeah. absolute majority of the people, it's never gonna happen. But it's it's good to have that. It's good to have that foundation, foundational job. Yeah, that was skill. And they're like, if you're a plumber, you're gonna be needed for for a hundred years, right? Um, mm. Same thing with electricians and you know normal bricklayers, bro. Like yeah, this guy's sure. this guy's skill set is mean. Like I'm not gonna say minimal, but it's. It's not something that is rocket science. You can learn the skills to be an electrician or a plumber or a bricklayer relatively in a couple of years, okay? If not less. To do the basic stuff. Obviously, you're not going to be yeah. the best, but, you know, use the basic stuff. And, dude, dude I got friends here, like in Adelaide, um, that they're electricians and they have like six houses. I'm not fucking with you. Like yeah, it's amazing, sure. and I I pat on the fucking back. I'm like hundred percent. Like yeah, I was steady easy. income, and plus it's a lot easier to afford a house in Adelaide than there is here in Sydney. Oh yeah, well true, that is true. Fucking hell, the real estate here in Sydney is insane, though. One day, brother, one day. Um, no, I, but yeah, I feel like the real estate here in Sydney is like one of those one of those coins, one of those shit coins. You know, it's like it keeps going up. It's up by eighty six thousand percent. But it has to be a day. Like, yeah. It can't just keep going up forever. But the problem the problem is this, right? When when the economy of a particular city as big as Sydney 
relies so much on that particular bubble. It's the whole thing is too big to fail. If that shit fails, the whole economy of Sydney collapses. Whole economy of Sydney collapses. Sorry to say, but Australia takes a big hit. I'm not going to say the whole country collapses, but it takes a big hit. Okay. And, you know, it's, it's a domino effect that the government of the federal government of Australia is not willing to take. So they're going to be able, they're going to try to increase whatever regulation they have or whatever it is that, you know, the regulatory bodies regarding loans or regarding anything says and try to push it to the limit to try to make sure that this keeps growing or at least stabilizes, but doesn't go down. They cannot afford it to go down. Yeah, but like the housing market in the US in 08 was too big to fail as well. And yet it failed. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, but it's a, I mean, I don't know how much yeah. is the international exposure to to Australia real estate, but, you know. I don't in, think it's going to be as in, massive. I was like, yeah, the, no, I don't the housing think market is. in China was too big to fail, but, and I don't know, like it's, it hasn't been in the news recently, um, but they had quite a few issues like just a few months ago. Um, sure, it's still not. Here in great. Australia or? No, just with the, with the. Um, Evergrande. Uh, oh, debacle. in China, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just that, like, it, we're living in a globalized economy, so anything that affects the biggest economies in the world is gonna like domino effect down to everybody else. You know, it's just part of that, I guess. Well, that's that's again, like, it's the countries are just not sustainable. Like, they can't, they can't. What I mean is, like, they can't sustain themselves. Right, they mm. all have all of these products coming from different places, and God forbid if if the the borders have to shut, or like now the supply chain is is getting out of control. There's literally like hundreds hundreds of ships waiting in in the harbors around the world just to be offloaded. Um, yeah, the prices are skyrocketing. Like nothing, like if you want to get anything done, you have to pay such a premium. It's it's insane. Right? Yeah. I think, you know, like I, like I used it, to think that, yeah, right. Go. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm just like, it's crazy to think about like this kind of scenario where it used to be such a, you know, like easy, like e-commerce and, you know, online buying and selling and all these things and shipping and, you know, Piece of cake, no problems. Everything was done pretty easily. But it's like, it's, that's a problem with every political decision, there's a consequence to it. Okay, with every, you know, economical decision, there's going to be consequences to the normal people. And the thing is like, COVID opened this comfort zone. You know, even you look at calls and Woolies and all these things, they, the whole click and collect, think okay it's a massive thing massive you know every time i go to a parking lot there's a massive amount of people just parking there and waiting for people to bring their groceries down i'm like i don't know i like buying my own groceries i too old school but dude like it's insane it's just something you never thought that it was actually gonna be that effective as a 
sales strategy and has become the biggest sales strategy nowadays just because of the comfort, just because of the the safety provides people. You know, there's still a lot of people that are completely like crazy about COVID. They're like, oh, I don't want to go to a place there's too many people because COVID's still out there. I'm like, Jesus Christ. You know, get there's over a it. few, but I feel like especially like here in Australia, people are getting, people are just getting over it. Right? It's not, it's not so much that people are afraid of COVID. People are just, people are just complying with everything and they think that it's going to be fine. You know, it's, yeah, there's, there's, when it comes down to it, there's not as many people that are afraid of COVID as there are people who just want to go out. And that's the only reason why they're complying. They just want to go back to normal life. Yeah. And I think Which like, is, you yeah. know, the quicker they get to no- normal life is the better, of course. You know, the question is what's going to be the normal life. Exactly. What is normal anymore? You know? Yeah. And like, yeah. Well, that's it, the point. It, what was normal a, a year ago is a different normal six months ago. There's a different normal two months ago. And there's a different normal now. It's going to be a different normal yeah. in a couple I mean, of months ago. I, like we always crack up laughing. It's like, can you remember pre-lockdown, like pre-COVID life? And a lot of people can't. Like I remember. Yeah. But it's like well, people, a lot of people are like, it's like fuck. People get used to that's that's one the one thing like why we got so far as a species is like we adapt to everything, and that's a blessing and a curse. Because yeah, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, because we we adapt to bad things, and instead of like solving the problems, we just adapt to them. Uh, and we're like, yeah. all right, sweet. I guess I can live with that. Where it's if you so if you solved it, you know you would be in such a better place. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Are are we are we okay right now? It's like yeah. I mean, it's alright. We're living the life. Everyone's you know everyone's going out. Everyone's hanging with their friends. People are making money. That's fine. Could it be better? Yeah, of course it could be. You know. And yeah. But just that. Could that it be worse? Of course it could be. Yeah. But that's not the point. Yeah, just like I just read the on the uh, one of the newspapers is that um, the NSW is uh, aiming at ninety five percent double vaccination in like a month, right? It's like I didn't re- I didn't even think that a number like that is going to be possible. Feasible. Ninety five ninety five percent of people are going to just agree to a thing and do it. It's just think mm. about just there's 95% well, of people can't agree, probably can't agree that like murder is bad because there's always going to be like criminals, you know? Uh, yeah. And just the fact that everyone agreed and it's not just everyone agreed because like me included, it's not necessarily that I agree. Uh, I just, you know, you just need to live, find a way to live the life and, yeah. and not be, not be locked out uh, out of even you know making a living yeah yeah just just that just the fact yeah i think like at the end of the day it's going to be interesting how you know like like you said 95 percent of people doing something that even six months ago everybody was saying that they would never do you know then if you if you if you think of that and go okay how if you extrapolate that and go how far 
is that principle actually applicable to society? And it's like, wow, you know, it's fucking crazy. It just gives me a bit of like, on the back of my head, I'm like, damn, like this whole, this whole sheep mentality and herd mentality is, this is the biggest social experiment out there, if there was any. Like, fucking insane. It's like, fuck. Not much you can do about it, though. Like, you know, you can do things about it, but it's like, takes time, takes, takes a lot of resilience, takes a lot of fucking stubbornness, and takes a lot of fight to be able to fight yeah. something like this. Um, but it's the same thing, like, we, we were talking about it, like, a lot of things are happening as well in the background, like coming back to to like how the world is changing economically speaking. And you know, a lot of the jobs that are currently available will not be available soon and things are gonna be changing and you know, you got AI coming in, you got all these technologies coming in, and then you know, but then you also have, you know, one of the things that made me laugh so much is we were talking about it is the debt ceilings in, in countries and how that's gonna you know we're you know kind of marrying it with the cryptos and new technologies and new ways of making money and then you have basically governments just not being accountable for their own bonds so for everybody like i just want to give some background to people that if there's anybody listening, um, to what the fuck, how governments finance themselves. So you basically have your, the country's taxable income. So as in all the money that is flowing through taxes, then which is the main source of income for a country, then you have the expenses of the country. Now, if there is a var- like a deficit between those mm-hmm. two, then the treasury needs to basically seek finance through what normally is treasury bonds. Okay. Now investors buy the bonds and basically the government says, okay, I'll pay you X amount of interest. Usually it's pretty fucking low. Okay. Because it's such a safe investment. Um, What you find, which is interesting is that then you you have a certain cap of how much of these bonds you can issue and how much debt you're willing to incur okay to the public investors now the what i find which is really interesting if is that these debt ceilings are nothing but fiction okay and we both agree on that especially for countries like United States and China and first world countries are very, very heavily dependent on. Okay. And so what's interesting for me is like, say a normal second tier country has a problem paying their investors, their bonds automatically will be higher risk and then they will have to pay higher yield and therefore their inflation will go up. However, United States, nothing. Same yield, same credit score, everything is fucking fairy tales. I'm like, wow. These guys are just like, same thing, same sentence, too big to fail. 
Say, yeah, yeah well, they, you want to keep they can, issuing they treasury bonds at the same yield, at the same yield, at the same thing? Yeah, absolutely. Fuck that. Yeah. Let's go. And I'm like, damn, if I could have a penny and just put it against that, I would. But yeah, no, it's fucking insane. But at the same time, you're going to be betting against a system that is so corrupt in nature that you're gonna not going to be able to win. Not anytime soon, at least. Yeah, it was like how but, you know, like in the in, again in the housing market, there was like these these couple of guys who bet who bet against it, and like yeah, they had to they had to eat shit for a very long time, but eventually you know they got there. But again, like just betting on the economy to fail is such a weird thing to do. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're you're betting. Uh, so that like a billion people are going to lose all of their savings pretty much so if you win everyone else has to fail pretty much right which is yeah. which is a fair enough way to make money but is i always always found it such a crazy thing that you are even able to do like just like shorting things in in the stock market yeah because just just by you shorting, and if you are a big enough entity, just by you shorting something, you can make that thing go. You're fucking up failure. hundreds of people. Yeah, yeah. Which which was happening with the with the GameStop and AMC, uh, well, like half a year oh, yeah. ago, a year ago. <laughs> right. That was funny, actually. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was funny, uh, and you know, I obviously got into it just so I can tell my my kids one day that's. You know, I was part that of this thing <laughs> that actually that was... is gonna is gonna mean nothing. And in the grand scheme of things, it was it was a it was a nice blip. It was a nice nice idea that little little guys can make a difference, but they can't really. And it's because a lot of these like little guys were actually hedge funds themselves betting against other yeah. hedge funds. Yeah, but it shows you that at the end of the day. If everybody had the same idea or they were aligned on the same principles, you could actually make a difference, even for a second. But you can make the biggest guys out there think twice, just for a second. Yeah, for sure. It's just, Which is, it's just so hard to It's a nice, get... like, dim of hope and light at the end of the tunnel. It's like, well, actually, if enough people get their shit right you can actually get something done yeah well if enough people the go question. into the streets you know with pitchforks uh, then yeah you know if if I'm not the sure police if pitchforks is the right idea <laughs> guns is what we need okay, here we go we need more guns <laughs> oh and speaking of guns you saw that now um they're doing a um, a bit of a check on New York's um, gun regulations to see if they um, take it off, like the ability of carrying a weapon on on New York. I mean, New York is a very democratic kind of. Can you even state. have a weapon in New York? I, I didn't think that you even. Yeah, can. you can have some permits, and um, but you cannot carry it. Um, so apparently, it's like you you can only carry that certain like in a certain way or what's not, and they're trying to even take that away. So, yeah. Which I'm not surprised at all. Like, yeah. First of all, like, can you imagine them trying to do that in Texas? 
I would like I would love them to try. Uh, well, again, like New York <laughs> is kind of a kind of a different thing as well because New York is just yeah. it's a place that makes everyone so anxious and stressed. And then in a place like this, where there's ten plus million people who are all stressed, I can understand the idea that you don't want a million guns walking around on the streets. You know, yeah, like it's 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 not a, it's not a common environment from like. Yeah, but at the same time, I understand why you want some guns for self-protection because the crime in New York is is insane as well. Um, but it's it's one of those tricky things um, that, and they're not worrying about the the crime and they're not worrying about anything. They're just worrying about the optics. And again, it's such a mm. like place uh, full of Democrats who are just like anti-guns and they don't care about anything else. So they're like, all yeah. right. Let's take all of the guns away. And it's like I'm not saying that it's a bad idea because again, it has it has merit, uh, but they're not yeah. thinking about the merit. They're just doing it on the principle. problem. The problem is this, right? Like, if you had a national police, well, a state police system that was sustainable, that actually protected people that actually did their jobs well, that you could see the crime rates going down, that people will feel safe. People wouldn't need guns. Okay? Usually, from my experience, people that have guns actually attract more problems. That's something that we always said in Venezuela. It's like, in Venezuela, you can find a gun pretty easily. But the point is that if you if you buy a gun and you don't know how to use it and you don't know how to, like, you know, because there's two kind of people. There's the people that buy the gun because, you know, self-protection and they actually teach themselves and go into a shooting range and go to school and, you know, kind of learn how to use a weapon and all these different things. And for the best part, try not to use it. Okay. And there's the people that buy it just because of the whole, nowadays everybody wants to buy a gun just because to say, oh, I want it for self-protection, but really you don't know how to use it. So what you find is usually a lot of those people actually injure themselves with their own fucking weapons. Oh yeah, for sure. Or, or they attract more problem. So like a lot of people like I grew up with, they will tell me, it's like, dude, if I'm robbing somebody, Okay, and I'm talking about people that used to rob. It's like, if they were robbing somebody and they were not, they didn't carry a weapon, they're not going to harm them for the most part. They just want your money. That's it. However, if you try to play the hero, try to get a gun, obviously, now it's a completely different scenario. Now it's not about fucking robbing. It's about who's going to shoot who. So now all of a sudden, just because you wanted, you saw too many fucking John Wick movies, you're gonna end up dead. I know, but at the same time, this you should is... have that. You should have that ability to do the, that. And again, like I agree and disagree, like on some things. As um, do I think that you should be allowed to have a gun? Absolutely. I'm. I'm. I'm all about freedom in life, and I feel like owning yeah. owning a gun is the kind of freedom that everyone should be afforded to. The not everyone, obviously. Like if you have a mental. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna that, stop you there. I'm like right. Uh, Again, like you being, need to be trained, said, you need to be like taught. Yeah, that being said, like 
you know, like you need a license to drive a car, which is fair enough. Like you should have like have to pass some tests to have a gun as well. Right? And it's not it's not to say that you're not allowed to have a gun. You can have a gun, but you need to pass some tests to make sure that you know how to use that gun. Yeah, um, which is and also which, to 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 teach you the the consequences of that because this is something I saw. I love the analogy. It's like, okay, you got a license for driving a car. Yeah, but that they teach you not to drink and drive. Yet again, you go to the pub, have a couple of pints. You're going to get the, behind the wheel. You shouldn't be doing that, but you're going to do it. Yeah, that's fine. You have a couple okay, of drinks. You can, you know, it's not a big yeah. problem. It's not a big like problem. When, world, when right? it's too many, when it's too many, right? But it's like, it's not about you. Who gives a fuck about you and me? And it's like the person that is actually driving. I'm worried about you injure other people. That's the whole problem. Like, people are always, there's going to be always going to be a rule breakers, right? But, and again, yeah. as much as I'm not huge into rules, but you need, you need a certain structure. And it's like, yeah, you're going to break, there's going to be people who break that structure. But if you don't have the structure, then everyone's going to make, break the structure, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so ju- well, just if there's no structure there's to some break, people, you just go insane. Yeah, it's, gonna, it's just, just the fact that um, someone's going to drink and drive doesn't mean that there shouldn't be laws against it. Right? Oh, absolutely. It's more, for me, it's like more like laws against, um, you know, laws that you have to wear a seatbelt. Like that's literally for your own protection, right? So that... yeah. You shouldn't. You shouldn't necessarily be fined for not wearing a seatbelt because it it is for you, right? Yeah. You're not gonna get kill safety. someone. Yeah. So if yeah. you want, if and there's like, a lot of like take, if you want to take the risk, like, I mean, you can. If you want to take the risk for your like your own safety, uh, that should be on you. You know, if if you wanna if yeah. you wanna if you wanna invest in Squid Game token. Uh, that's on you, you know. That is entirely on you. <laughs> and yeah, you can you yeah, can well, then go to FBI, yeah, FBI, and SEC, and like, oh, guys, you know, it, it's can you please do something about this? And it's like, you know, they might they might try to, to do something about it. They probably won't. Uh, again, like it's it is people's own fault, but it's is the fault of their education uh, to some extent as well. And their up, upbringing, yeah. and it's like, yeah, you can you can make a difference uh, in how you see life from the way you you were taught by your parents or your teachers, uh, but that that takes effort, right? Huge, and, one of effort. Yeah, and not everyone, again, as we were saying before, like not everyone has that time to do that. Uh, even though I feel like there's there's a bare at least a bare minimum um, of things that you need to um, reach in your your own education to be able to live life and then if you d- decide not to do that then it is it is entirely on you you know if you don't know how yeah. to pay your taxes and then you overpay that is kind of on you like rather than going out to a pub on a friday night just learn how to do learn all about taxes like that that yeah. is the number one thing everyone should know in life right like taxes, well, I wouldn't say number one, but definitely one of them. Well, yeah, I think, health I think like, and stuff. Like you need to, you need to know yeah. the, those things because it is up to you to control your own uh, well-being, your own financial yeah. and and healthy well-being. And the thing is, as well, what you can find is it is on your 
it's it is not only your responsibility, but it's also to, to know how to do that, but it's also your responsibility to maintain it. Because the world around us is it makes us basically get to a point where you have a bit of money and you're just gonna become a consumer and that money is just gonna fucking you know, people that travel a lot and people that do this and that. And it's a great, awesome. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm saying be smart about it. Okay. And God knows I made enough fucking mistakes economically to, to, to figure this out, but I had to go through my own walls to, to find these things out. Okay. And, you know, and I always say to people, it's just like, be smart about it. You, you know, like the whole premise of same thing with, like you said it before, it's like the whole idea of that you're going to be able to work on something that you love and that that's going to make you money and life is going to be beautiful. That's for the most people, not even an option. Yeah. Okay. Just. And it's an unfortunate reality. It's an unfortunate reality. It's like, it is what it is, man. Like, oh God, I said it. Fuck me. How dare I? <laughs> but the point is that, yeah, like these things are unfortunately very, very limited to certain people. And is that also that same cycle that gets society where it is? If people are not trying to break out of that cycle, then the cycle remains, the status quo doesn't change. But trying to break the status quo is one of the biggest hard things as a person and as a society that you can do. You know, trying to push yourself to do better, trying to push yourself to learn new skills, trying to push yourself to grab yourself from today and be better tomorrow. Simple. Sounds fucking simple on paper. But that's nearly impossible for most people. They're just on the same fucking rat race. Yeah. And they're just going to keep complaining about it and then yeah. do nothing to change it. For me, Which... for me, there's no, like, I think that there's nothing that triggers me that somebody that complains for the sake of complaining. Like, Everyone great. complains for the sake of complaining. Yeah. God I knows I do. I do sometimes. Yeah, I know. But it's, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying, you know, be self-aware of that you're doing it. Okay, if you're gonna do it, fine. Okay, you got three minutes of a pity party. Okay, go. You got fucking 180 seconds to throw yourself a pity party about where you are in life or whatever the fuck you want in life. Great, that's it. After that, you get to work. You go to work, go to the gym, read a book, learn about finance, learn about taxes, learn about relationships, whatever the fuck it is that you need to do, get it done. Because at the end of the day, that's the only way you're going to be able to move forward and you're going to push society forward. Otherwise, like all these things are going to keep going. You know, people are going to still defraud people. People are, you know, you cannot defraud somebody that's smarter than you. Okay. So if people knew not to invest on the fucking squid game token, these motherfuckers will still be seeking money. But guess what? They made the money, they run away with it, and that everybody's happy. Except the people that invested in it, obviously. Yeah, but, well, I feel like I feel like there's like three people happy, the the developers of the Squid Game token, and then like maybe you <laughs> and me, because it's funny for, for us. 
good for, good them. for them. Again, like, they found a they found a way to to make it happen. You know, that's the real American dream. You know what I'm saying? You found a niche, <laughs> okay. and if your niche is scanning well, stupid people, niche. then you know, good uh, for you. Uh, you know, you do what you have to do in life. Yeah, but it's a, it's the same thing. Like you know, do I? Part of me respects people like that. Part of me is like sick of them, but part of me respects that. It's like you find a way to exploit mass psychology, and you got it done. Fuck yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Again, like I would, be, I would be fully, fully okay with it. The only thing is, um, I'm, I definitely see crypto as the future, and I don't really want. Yeah, you just fucked that, up. That you just fucked up the market. Yeah. Yeah, but that being said, the market in, in the like couple of days after after this debacle is still going up. So, what do yeah. I know? Fucking Ethereum is going up like fucking crazy. It's good. Yeah, well, and in two days it's gonna go down. You know how it is. Right? Yeah, it hopefully, up, bro. I need to up, buy some more. Then... <laughs> yeah, that's that's my favorite. That's why like everyone looks at me like I'm crazy. It's like I don't want it to go up. I just want it to continuously go down for the past, for the next ten years. Until I buy so it and then, and then it can go up. Yeah. Then it can start going up. Yeah. You know what's interesting? That actually, like, obviously, like we we're looking at it like from an individual point of view. But you got a lot of countries that are actually using Bitcoin and cryptos as their currencies nowadays. Well, there's not a lot of them, but there's there's well, a few. There's a I few. mean, when I l- say a lot, it's like three or four, bro. Yeah, but that, that's pretty that like, so, like all, all of those countries, they have a lot of problems and. Yeah, yeah, true. Like crypto is, is <laughs> crypto is like their solution is like let's try this, I guess. You know, it can't be any worse let, than it is let, right now. Let's say this. If crypto is a more stable currency than your national currency, you're fucked. Oh yeah. There's there's problems for sure. If your fucking country cannot stabilize your economy, like more than crypto then that's a problem like if crypto seems like a very stable solution for your country as a currency it's insane that's for me it's insane this fucking thing is going 15 percent up down circle like fucking left right i don't know it's insane and you're gonna think this is the best way to move forward from a country standpoint of view jesus well, yeah, like it's well, again, it's it's better, it's better than what it is. It's better than nothing. Um, at the same time, they kind of maybe are looking into the future as well. Yeah, it's like well, it might be, it might be not the greatest right now, but in five or ten years, we'll be the leaders because we adapted this early, right? Like Possibly. I don't know how. Or they're going to be the ones who, that who found... people who first people who first found oil. You know, like yeah, at first, like maybe <laughs> okay. maybe they didn't, didn't have much use for it. Uh, but then soon enough, they were the, the first ones uh, to make. Hey, Venezuela to was, like was one of them, all right? Yeah, and that worked <laughs> out pretty, pretty goddamn well, if you ask me. Oh, man, it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the party, the party was a really good party until it lasted. It didn't, it, it lasted for a bit. It lasted for a bit, but it lasted, what, like probably 40, 48 years, I think it was, since the 50s. That was a good party, bro. But, you know, guess the party's over now. 
definitely over. Now yeah, it's like well, trying to, to kind of you went too hard and you broke the house down. <laughs> Invest into Shit. like solar now, right? Solar is the new big thing. Is it? No, it's not. It's never going to be. Oh, bro, I'm kind of proud. Um, you saw that goddamn big um, what a fucking this kid that does the ocean cleaning uh, company. Um, they they got now to the um, fucking Pacific fucking thing. I don't can fucking hold on. I'm just gonna Google. Jamie, pull this up. I'm just gonna go oh, all wrong. Pacific, this. like the garbage patch in the Pacific Ocean. Uh huh. That's the one garbage patch. Yeah, that's it. Pacific garbage patch. Yeah, it has, it has, so a, name. Just got it has a specific name, but I don't remember what it is. The Great Pacific Garbage Patch. That. Oh well, that's anticlimactic. Uh, welcome to humans, bro. Um, but yeah, he he just got there and he started cleaning that up. So good for him. Finally, making somebody's making a bit of like a a difference out there. Yeah, well, I saw that they like a machine that's turning CO two into stone just started operating as well. Oh wow, um, that's good. I saw a headline. I didn't go into it, but yeah, you know, like things might be happening. And then Greta Thun- Thunberg yeah. is yelling at everyone to stop the blah blah blah, <laughs> which is I just, I just probably the reason why things are happening. Oh man, there's part of me that hates her. I mean, it's a hundred percent of me that hates her. It's not, I don't hate her. I hate the system that created her. It's like that you feel like you yeah. can take this autistic kid and use it for your own. Is advantage. she autistic? Uh, well, she's on the spectrum for sure. Oh, okay, I don't know. Right. So there just like feel like you can, you know, like take like this vulnerable kid and like just use it, use her. And the problem is that that person is not going to be able to live her life like. She's gonna become a product of of this war, of this battle, of this like yeah. Her life just became a casualty of all this political system. Yeah, well, she's she's a product, and like she's she's definitely been going like out of the public spotlight for a bit, just because she's yeah. getting older, and no one cares about older people saying these things unless you're super old, yeah. like that David Attenborough, right? Well, Attenborough is what's up, bro. Yeah, but then, but then, like she just keeps on yelling and yelling, and then it's like it brings it back to the attention. But I don't know. For me, it's, that that yeah. is, I mean, if it works and it solves the problems, you know, that's great. But I don't think that's the best way of solving problems. Yeah, I think like again, communication and sitting down across, and I mean, the problem is the people you're gonna communicate in you're going to be communicating with. And it's like the fucking G20 meeting, bro. This is a fucking lot. G20 meeting, okay, in one decade, we're going to stop deforestation completely. And in one decade, we're going to... What is it? Methane? Like one of those... Methane, yeah. Things is like 30% reduction. I'm like, <laughs> okay. You're going to tell pe- people like in Brazil to stop deforestation or people in Indonesia to stop deforestation or people in America to stop deforestation? What are you, insane? Like, really? And how are you going to plan to do that? And what are you going to give these people that rely on that source of income? Like, it's all beautiful and saying, okay, let's stop these things. But it's like, what are you going to do instead? So, yeah, especially for the developing countries. Like, it's, it's easy for the US to tell everyone, it's like, stop doing this. Because they're already ahead. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. But, but even Australia, countries... bro, even Australia, like we're we're one one of the worst countries when it comes to sustainability, and it's like you're really gonna tell like the people in Tasmania to stop deforestation when it's one of the biggest fucking in industries in that state or what's going to be next you're going to go to western australia and tell them to stop mining really well they're trying to do that okay good luck with that yeah i mean it's like you know just don't just come to me with 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 yelling about me having to having to stop what i'm doing it's like come to yeah, me with the solutions yeah, yeah put like, me a solution right, you together. want me to stop doing this sweet uh what do you have what do we have in exchange, right? What do you propose? Like, yeah, what yeah, are you like with, with the government, it's like, oh, you're not allowed to work anymore. Like, sweet. What do you have in exchange? Oh, nothing. Like, sweet. <laughs> Fuck all. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, sweet. You're, thanks, you're, thanks for, thanks for your service. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, Jesus. Well, you know, let's see what happens. I think, like, we've got a decade to see if they actually stop deforestation. That should be interesting. <laughs> well, in a decade, there's going to be no more trees. So, yeah, well, true. That's a good perspective. I think, like, dude, if you think it, think it this way, it's going to take what another year to two years to get your shit around COVID. Then that's two years gone. Then some fucking economical crisis is going to happen. That's going to take another two years to recover. That's four years out. Then you got six years to actually get your shit together and stop it. If nothing else happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, you see, right. I saw, I saw that uh, India promised to stop like see the, her, the CEO emissions by 2050, I think. Mm. Um, so like that's good planning in advance, but again, like what does that actually mean? Doesn't really what's mean the plan? Anything. What's the day-to-day plan to achieve that? That's yeah. my point. Yeah, and you and you can't have mm. and you can't really have a plan when you, when it comes to like things like this just because things are changing so much like technology is changing um so yeah. it's really hard to plan 30 years in advance again like, like 30 years ago uh life was very very different uh, you know yeah any, absolutely anyone who says that they saw like this this coming um oh, then like with their motion go with this well we said like it's going to take a few more years like to yeah like i said a couple it, more years maybe together. two three years like why because yeah. i feel like it's already kind of taken care of. I don't know why people are still freaking out about it. They shouldn't freak out. It's just a question of like, get on with it. And it's like, you know, just be healthier. And, you know, if you're healthy and you, you go to the gym and you take care of yourself and you do the right things in your lifestyle, then fuck off it. You're going to be fine. Yeah, but that takes effort. No one's going to do that. We both know. It. Oh yeah! How dare they? How dare I suggest anything with effort? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how dare? Um, but yeah, dude. Fuck. Let's see what happens. Fucking. All right. Well, I'm a lot more depressed than I was shit. when I started this conversation. So. Yeah, me too, like, bro. Yeah. Like we're supposed to be having a bit of a banter, but I guess we took a uh, like a really left turn on this one. <laughs> no, you did. You know, I had a, I had the whole speech written down about uh, about this the squid game and about the area coin and stuff like that and you just Bro, derailed please it. do share it now right now let's uh, go no, go on your speech right now like you go right now go 50 minutes go <laughs> now right now i really need to go to pee right now so i feel like it's time to wrap it up uh we'll bring it right. 
uh, back full We're circle done. next week. Full circle. You get your speech at the beginning of the next episode. We are done. Take it easy, people. All right. Keep it real. See ya. Ciao.